Welcome to the Teach Starter Podcast. We help teachers and their students have more of those amazing aha moments in their classrooms. We think teaching is the best job in the world and we're here to help you thrive, teachers. Podcast listeners, we've got a special discount for you. Enter the code podcast at teachstarter.com to claim 10% off an annual plus plan. Hello teachers, Bron here. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'm joined by Holly, who is blogger here at Teach Starter. She's also a very experienced early years teacher and she has an interest in phonics and teaching and learning about all of the latest research when it comes to sound knowledge and the early years. So welcome Holly. Thank you for having me. So today you're here to share with us some information on 18 phonemic awareness activities for the classroom which is a recent blog that you wrote yes definitely one of my passions and phonemic awareness I guess being implemented very early on in the phonics journey of children when kids first start going to school it can be easy and I've done this before as a prep teacher to jump straight into the learning of graphemes and phonics but a child's phonemic awareness can often get overlooked or we can assume that they've already made this or form this awareness before they have. So it's really important that we point out that the terms phonics and phonemic awareness aren't the same or they're not the same. So what's the difference between phonics and phonemic awareness? Okay, so phonemic awareness is 100% auditory. So it's all about the speech sounds, um, whereas phonics is more about the graphemes and the, and the letters on the page. All right, so the visual representation. The, exactly, yes. Yeah. So as we chat today, you're going to notice that some of the activities that you're going to suggest, Holly, are about a child's listening skills and or phoneme manipulation. But we need to just also remember that the phonemes, and teachers will know this, are the speech sounds made in the English language. Now, you say that it's really important first to establish really good listening skills and the ability to distinguish or identify phonemes in English language. So what are some activities that teachers can start with at the very beginning to kind of assess where their children are at with um, listening? Sure. So as you said, a child's ability to listen is super important and it's like the building block of phonemic awareness. Um, And there's some really great listening activities that you can do in your class, which is sort of the kids won't even realise that you're assessing their listening And it's just small things like having students close their eyes and get them to listen to the sounds around them for a few minutes. You can actually make sounds in the classroom from different locations in the classroom as well and they can try and locate where you might be or where that sound might be. Um, Sequences of sounds, so the teacher makes a single sound like tapping a wall or I guess you could get a triangle and ding the triangle and students identify what the sound is. Um, And then you can move to sequences of two sounds. So you might do two separate sounds and then again you could go on to three sounds. So it's sort of that sequencing of different sounds that the children are listening out for. Oh, we've got some fantastic barrier games on the website as well that one of our early years teachers, Janine, has created. You can play barrier games in partners and the players are separated by a barrier. There's a speaker and a listener 
and prior to beginning the game, the speaker colours their worksheet and then during the game, the speaker gives precise instructions to the listener or their partner who just listens carefully and tries to colour their page exactly the same. So they're sort of some fun listening activities that you can do. They sound really great. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And I think that that's really fundamental is getting them to, I guess, warm up their ears and their auditory processing and being able to, um, yeah, be ready to learn the speech sounds. So when we do move on to skills-based teaching and learning of phonemic awareness, you say you've got eight of the most crucial phonemic awareness skills covered in your blog, and the blog is called Phonemic Awareness Activities for the Classroom um, Teachers. If you'd like to go there next, you can find all of the resources and all of the ideas that Holly is sharing today. So can you talk us through some of these different types of skills because they all address a different skill when it comes to phonemic awareness. Sure yeah so when you sort of I guess unpack the term phonemic awareness there's so many different skills that a child really needs to grasp well before you then move on to I guess graphemes and letters on the page. Um, So the first one I, I put two together here which is phoneme isolation and identification because they sort of go hand in hand The phoneme isolation skill is where the students can identify specific phonemes in words. For example, the sounds at the start of the word or in the middle of the word or at the end of the word. And they're usually quite simple CBC words. So you might say something like, what's the first sound in pig? Or what's the last sound in pig? Um, And again, this is is all auditory. And then phoneme identification skills is when the students can recognise the same sounds across multiple words. So you might say something like, what do these words have that are the same? Mum, mat, mop. Um, Of course, they'll identify that the mm sound is at the start of those words. Cool. Um, And we've got, in the blog, I've got some really um, fun activities that you can do in your class as well to I guess support your students in that those two skills. Perfect and I can see there we've um, highlighted our beginning sound sorting activity which is beautiful bright and colourful engaging activity for earliest classrooms if teachers want to go and have a look at that. Okay next skill that we need to learn. Okay so phoneme categorization. so with this skill students have the ability to match sounds or identify and recognise a phoneme that doesn't belong Um, so this is sort of which word doesn't belong in these three words and you've got dog dad rug Um, so again listening to those three words being pronounced them to them and then saying that the word rug doesn't match the other two and why Mm -hmm. Um, and there's heaps of really fun activities that you can do in your class. You can just provide three. So although I say it's 100% auditory, you can still use picture cards or visuals yep. to help with these activities. So you could have three picture cards and ask the students to say what they can see. They then need to put a marker on the word that doesn't belong. So just simple things like that. Or you could turn it into an a- active game. So pop three hula hoops on the carpet. Tell the students you're going to say three words and they need to jump in the hula hoop of the word that doesn't match the others. So there's heaps yeah, of fun activities that's a cute you can one. do. Like, yeah, that. you can make it Getting really active. Really and, involved, yeah. Um, and just changing it up a bit, like not doing it the same exactly. the same activity all the time. Perfect. I love those ideas. Those are really helpful. Um, okay, segmenting and blending. This used to be my favourite because they are so cute when they do it. Talk to us about these two skills of te- segmentation and blending. Okay, so again, some people separate these two skills, but I kind of feel like they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um Essentially, you want the students to be able to segment a word into its individual phonemes, but then blend those phonemes together to say the word. Mm -hmm. Um, 
remembering that this again is 100% auditory. So you might say to a child, what word am I saying? Mm, at. So obviously you're separating those phonemes and they have to then try and blend them together. Mm -hmm. um, or how many sounds can you hear in mat? So mm -hmm. that's sort of the opposite there. Perfect. So, yeah, there's heaps of, I'm sure lots of people have seen lots of activities that you can do like the using play-doh balls and they push for each sound and then roll them together roll to blend them, them together. which is really cute i love yes. that uh, mixture of blending skills like fine motor skills yes and hand-eye coordination with learning about sounds so having the literacy um lesson built into a physical oh, and thing. in the early years you have to do that there's yes. no way you can get through everything and just have be focusing on one skill yeah um and so that's why i also like to include active type like again, then I say hula hoops, you can do the same sort of thing. You yep. can have the three hula hoops and they jump for each sound, mm, at, and then you could have like masking tape strip at the side. So when they're blending the word together, they walk along the the line and yep. then go mat to, yep. to blend the word together. So there's That's heaps a great of representation. fun I love things that. you can do. Hula hoops, how good are they? I love hula hoops. <laughs> you definitely need hula hoops Such in a your staple, early years isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like looking to the next one, phoneme deletion. Okay. Talk to us about this one. Okay. So this is a skill that involves students manipulating spoken words by deleting specific phonemes. So mm -hmm. you can see that the skills are starting to get a little bit harder. It's tricky. Um, so you may ask your students, say cat. Now say cat without the k sound. So then they have to be able to drop the k and work out that the next two phonemes together make the word at. Mm -hmm. Um so there's heaps, again, lots of activities that I've mentioned um, in this blog, but my favourite is this feed the puppet activity. <laughs> so using a Muppet, like and in the early years, of course, kids just love, I used to have heaps of puppets Puppets in my are classroom. so great. So kids cool. just love them. They respond oh. so well to them. Yeah, and if yeah. there was, you know, the kids were going crazy, I'd always just pull out a puppet because they, yeah. they just love it. They're always like, oh, what are, what's the puppet going to say? Yeah. <laughs> um, so with this one, you're using a puppet with a mouth. So it's good to have that mm -hmm. big mouth using blocks to represent the sounds in the words. You could say the puppet is wanting to eat the mm sound today. Use the blocks and say a word that has the mm at the start or the end, such as mat. Show the students the blocks for each of the sounds and then say, which block will I feed the puppet today? So, of course, they're going to go with that first block that you showed them that was representing the mm sound and then they can feed the puppet that block and then say okay what have we got left and then they have to remember that they've got the at and the t to make at so perfect feeding the puppet the sounds sounds very fun and everybody would definitely want to have a turn at using the puppet yeah. <laughs> and demonstrating their sounds as well <laughs> um okay phoneme addition okay so this is obviously adding a phoneme to a word to make a new word for example add s to the beginning of the word park so what word do we have now we've got spark so um again we've got a few a few activities there i know i don't know if when i was in the classroom i used book creator quite a lot and it's mm -hmm. really easy to create little books and you can actually record your voice in yep. these books so you could have add images to a slide and then record your voice saying each of the objects and then have students add a chosen phoneme to each of those words and they can then record their the new word um, on that within that book so it's sort of I guess an independent activity but then you can go back and use it as an assessment to see whether they True. actually were able to add that particular phoneme to those words so um, mm -hmm. I popped that activity in there because it's easy to 
easy to create and then each of the children can have their own book that they add their words to. True. And um, apps like Book Creator that have a an audio input function are so good for assessing this kind of thing because I remember back pre-iPads yes. um, having to sit down with each child and mm-hmm. do a, like a tick and flick and listen to them in person in, t- in real time, mm-hmm. whereas this is going to work so well because – for things like remote learning, you might not ever get the opportunity to sit one-on-one with a student exactly. in a term where you're remote learning. So this is so perfect for yes. that. And you know the realities of an early years classroom, like <laughs> sitting with one child trying to do that yeah. while you've got the rest of the children there, whereas you could have all of them doing that assessment yep. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, definitely a time-saving thing to use apps like Book Creator. Lucky us. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about the phonological awareness diagnostic tool that you've linked in the blog? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, this was something that I created a while ago and this is it's a phonological assessment. So there's a lot more other skills in there, but within there we've got the phoneme awareness um, little assessment tools that cool. you could use or you could get, um, I guess I would get maybe a teacher aid to help out with some of these yes. assessments because they can take quite some time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would definitely, sort of those kids that I think might struggle a little bit, I'd probably sit with them. But mm-hmm. that's definitely a, a good starting point to work out sort of once you've started to implement these activities and work on these skills with your students, trying to work out sort of where, where they're at. Mm, yeah, that's great. I love that. That's a really great resource. Lots of um, different assessments in that as well so take a look at the blog with all of these relevant links included holly thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise this morning thank you for having me it's always a pleasure have a great week teachers bye do you have something to add send us a voice message anytime on instagram or facebook or email us to podcast at teachstarter.com let's talk about what's happening in your classroom